Hello, everybody, and welcome to What the Fortune is Real Estate. Um, today, okay, we start talking about the social media uh, thing. Uh, by the way, I'm Nathan Graham. This is Stevie Susie. Wait. Hello. Hey, uh, I always forget to say this at the beginning, but if you're catching this on YouTube or if you're catching this on the podcast, please like and follow our podcast. We want to get it out there um, and see how many. And now today we actually get to finally jump into actual strategies and we're going to start with the TikTok. Myself, I'm called the TikTok. So as a little bit of introduction, this is why we're starting is, uh, so Stevie is uh, a little bit of a TikTok phenom. That's what we're going to call it for fun. Um, it is so funny that we just got back from a convention. We're in Canada. We got back from a convention in the U.S. and her and I were walking to lunch and some rando just stopped her and was like, oh, my goodness, you are who I follow for TikTok real estate. And it was uh, a very fun American person. And I thought that was phenomenal. So, um, Stevie, let's just jump right into it. I'm sure people are kind of curious. People are starting up. How did you go from zero to like 90,000 PS? She's trying to break 100,000. So please follow her. How did you go from zero to 90,000? followers that's crazy yeah so first thing that i feel the need to say is that i just got invisalign so if you notice that i'm talking with a lisp that is why i have to point that out um for my own my own comfort level <laughs> um but fantastic. yeah real good <laughs> um but yeah so basically how i went from zero to um over ninety thousand now is um, so my, my story is a little bit, I think, different than what most people probably experience on TikTok. Um, pretty much my like first video that I posted went viral. So I gained a pretty strong, I think I gained about 20,000 followers almost overnight because I had a video that went viral. Now, that obviously doesn't happen all the time. And even now, as I've been on TikTok for a while and I have over 90,000 followers, I still struggle to get views on a lot of my videos. So TikTok is very hit and miss. I always describe it like this. Like it's just, you know, sometimes you do videos where they're hitting every time you get a video that goes viral. Sometimes you're struggling to get even 10,000 views, even though you have 90,000 followers, which doesn't really make sense. But, you know, it's just the way it works. It's the way the algorithm is. But what I can say that I've learned over time with, with TikTok, despite my first video being viral and, and gaining that following is that TikTok is the easiest platform to grow on. It really is. And what it comes down to, much like other social media, it comes down to consistency. Po like in the beginning, you should actually be posting multiple videos a day. So yes, it's a lot. It seems like a lot. It seems like it's overwhelming, but they're short little videos, right? It's short video attention span. Um, and you, know, you don't have to do that forever, but posting multiple a day, consistently every single day so just quickly yep. sorry is that two three four what, what does that look like i mean really as many as you can bang out i would say but i in the beginning i was doing like three a day okay. yeah i was doing at least two or three a day i would say um and you know at the very bare minimum one a day right like every single day um the other biggest tips that i can give that again have really really helped in terms of um, me growing and again, videos going viral and this and that is using trending sounds. You know, we know that when a sound is trending, that is all that pops up on your uh, for you page. So, you know, there's a reason for it. So use it. Trending hashtags, same thing, trending hashtags. It'll help you kind of, um, you know, get pushed into the spotlight and just trends in general. Some of the trends we know 
you might look at them and be like, oh my God, like I would never do that, but have fun with it. Like I'll take a trend that's absolutely ridiculous, but I'll relate it back to real estate. So it, it, it stays in line with what my channel is about, but trends really do, they do well. So, you know, use trending sounds, use trending hashtags and just do trends in general. Um, and again, find a niche, find something for me, it's real estate. But for you, it could be, you know, whatever, like, for example, Nathan, you you're into smoking meat, like that's a big thing for you, you, you know, you like that, um, you know, whatever your niche is, pick that thing and run with it. So, you know, even if you're a realtor, it doesn't mean you have to post about real estate, it could be something else that you're really into that could gain, you know, a, a large audience. So let's dive into that a bit because I, I think content is always this interesting one. Um, I, I see some people, some realtors on TikTok that I follow, they just post houses. Uh, mm -hmm. Some like myself, I, I, and, and I don't want to brag, guys, but I think I'm up to 59 followers now. I'm almost <laughs> at 60. Um, but, uh, I, I'm stuck though. Like, I feel like I've been here for a while, so I got to do something. Anyways, um, the, what, okay, so in, in the social media world, they used to talk about like a business to personal ratio of what you would post. Right. Yeah. Um, like in the Facebook world, which we're not diving in today, we will later later, but it was like a 70, 30 or a 50, 50 from business to, to whatever. Do you find that same thing happens in TikTok or do you try to stick with just one genre? So I will say that I, I, I really don't know that answer for sure. In my experience, I, I stick to real estate. I have done the odd video that has been off topic for me off brand just because I want to do it. Like, you know, just because I post about real estate doesn't mean there's some other fun stuff I see on TikTok that I want to try out too. And I will say that any video that I've gone off brand about never does well. Interesting. Yeah. They yeah, never. The video algorithms are weird. Like, um, so we were, we were just in a conference in Orlando and I was on a patio with a friend and they had this blue drink with these little rubber duckies in them. And all, all I did is we we made it like took a quick five second TikTok video of the rubber ducky to the rubber ducky song by Bert and Ernie. That was like one of my most popular videos I ever posted up, just like right okay. up the like, algorithm is bizarre. I'm like, this is nothing. <laughs> algorithm is really weird. So part of the reason why that probably is, is because it was a really short video. And mm -hmm. the way that the TikTok algorithm works, and again, it's it's ever changing. So don't, you know, quote me on this in the long term, but um, the way it works is that it pushes your video out to a small group of people, depending on how it does with that small group of people, it'll push it out to an even larger group of people, depending on how it does with that group, it'll push it out to another group of people. So really within that first post, depending on how it does with that first set of eyes that it pushes it out to will determine how well it'll do in the long run. And part of that is how long the watch time is. So when it's a really short video, the watch time on it is likely to be the full thing, right? So when people see that that video or when TikTok sees that that video is gripping the attention span for the whole time, it's going to push it out further. But a lot of that is because it's a really short video. And that's what TikTok's all about. It's a short video platform. So that's probably why. Yeah, that, well, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Okay. So you, then, then on the opening part, you talked about trends in this particular case, you're talking about sound trends, but let's just talk about trends in general. Like, yeah. what does that look like? Like, I, I know I try to convince for you and I to do cardboard cutouts, but I think we kind of missed the boat on that one. Um, <laughs> like, what are some song trends, some trends that you kind of look for? And then how do you relate whatever that weird trend is to real estate? Yeah, there's so obviously, again, this is ever changing. There's new trends every single week, every single day. Um, most oftentimes it is a certain sound. It'll be like a clip pulled from, it could be a TV show. It could be, you know, 
a song, whatever it is. And people will use that clip and apply it to some sort of like real life scenario, or it could be a dance to a certain song. It could be a dance to a certain song, but then there's words on the screen again, like applying it to a story or something like that. So it, it just depends. It can be, it can be completely different in a lot of situations. Um, but that's basically what I do. So how do I apply it to real estate? So I'll take that trend or that sound or again, whatever that is. And I just think of a scenario and, and I'll try to think of things that I actually experience as a realtor. Mm-hmm. Usually I try to make it within humor, something kind of funny. And that's just, you know, the text I'll put on the screen or in my caption or whatever it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what your latest trend was that you didn't do the up down. No, I didn't do that. No, there are some new that I want to do, and you know, by the time I get around to it, the trend's already kind of dying. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll catch the next one. But it happens. Like I, I fall off on my consistency. I mean, it happens to the best of us. I'm, I'm only human. So when I have a really busy week at my actual work, sometimes my TikTok slacks. Right. So. And and how do you find your trends? Like it, when, if I, if I was brand new and they're like, well, how do I know what trends I should be doing? How do I know if I missed the boat on it? How do you find your trends? Yeah. So most of the time they just will pop up on your for you page. Um, the other, like if it's a trend, it's kind of going to be in your face. You won't be able to escape it. So, you know, again, you'll be scrolling through your, your for you page and you'll constantly be hearing the same song or you'll be seeing the people doing the exact same dance or, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like. But Um, The other thing that you can do, because again, your for you page keeps pushing the things that you tend to watch a lot of. So if you don't pay attention to a lot of the the trend videos, it might not send you that stuff as much. So the other way you can find trends is if you go to like the discover page. So, you know, there's a a certain like a discover page on TikTok where you can see what the trending hashtags are. And and that'll show you kind of everything that's trending on TikTok um, at that point in time. And just for listeners who are very, very brand new, because if you were talking to me six months ago, I would have missed some of this. When we talk about the For You page, when you first open up TikTok, there's two, if I believe right at the very top, there's a For You page and a following page. Who you're following is actually, obviously, who you're following. And the For You page is a list of content that it assumes you will like. Exactly. So, you know, if you stick on your following page all the time, you you will, it's much like Instagram, right? You'll see all the people that you follow, all their posts. But the for you page is going to push new content to you, and maybe you'll find some new things that you like. For sure, awesome. Okay, so we have uh, we have content, we have um, like what to post. We just talked about trends. Let's talk about hashtags because um, man, it is described. It is hard to describe hashtags to people, and I have to say, literally, my favorite meme in the world is when someone shows an old phone, like a dial, like rotary phone, it has a hashtag, and they're like, <laughs> "Grandpa, you used to tweet over." <laughs> the dial-up oh my god you, yeah i know i love those ones anyway so yeah. let's explain hashtagging a bit um what kind should you use how many should you use uh, all things like that talk to me about hashtags yeah so again this is just in my experience i believe it or not i'm actually not a tiktok expert i just learn through trial and error for myself and still am learning every single day but um yeah basically what a hashtag is for anyone who doesn't know is it is something that you hashtag like a word or a phrase or you know, whatever. And if you click on that hashtag, it will bring you to a pay another separate page of videos that all have used that same hashtag. So for example, if you were to use the, the term hashtag real estate, um, going to that hashtag will send you a bunch of like real estate videos. 
So it's kind of just targeting down what you're looking for specifically um, and what that video sort of consists consists of. And so, yeah, so for me, I experimented a lot with hashtags when I first started on TikTok. I've told this story a couple times um, on social media trainings and stuff that I've done. But when I first started on TikTok and was just learning the ropes of TikTok in, in general, I would post a video about real estate. I think my first one, uh, first few were first time home buyer tips. And I would use hashtags like I would hashtag Justin Bieber or I would hashtag NHL hockey or whatever it was, because at the time NHL hockey was trending. So even though that video didn't have anything to do with the NHL or Justin Bieber, um, I knew that people will always be looking at like Justin Bieber content. I knew NHL hockey content at that time was being looked at. So I knew that that video was going to get pushed into, you know, so again, even though it wasn't related, um, it put it into a different category, I guess is, is the way I would use to describe it. So I did that in the beginning now because I'm trying to um, actually really target people who are interested in my content. I don't normally do that anymore. I do tend to just hashtags things like real estate, first time buyers, like whatever's relevant to the video that I'm actually posting. However, my videos have been doing not great lately. So maybe I will start trying to, <laughs> maybe it's time to go back. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should hashtag JB again and see what happens. But um, I'm sure Justin won't mind it. You're good. Yeah, I don't think he'll be offended. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So again, like uh, trial and error, but I would say recommend like play around with your hashtags in the beginning. Like you, there's no law that says you have to hashtag what is actually talked about in that video. While it's helpful to try to kind of keep it relevant, play around. Like if you're trying to gain some following and you're trying to, you know, uh, you're posting videos c consistently, but you're not getting those views, nothing's hitting, play around with hashtags. Yeah. And, and for the audience to know too, uh, the under that trending tab that we're talking about, how you find trends, they'll often have trending hashtags there as well. So yes, if you're looking right. to like, know what you want to trend, it'll have like trending songs, trending hashtags, and then... Um, I, I haven't I haven't gone so crazy to actually trend something that the video has absolutely nothing to do about. But like for a while, the old Canada was trending, and I was like, "Well, I'm Canadian. I live in Canada, so I'm just gonna put that trend in." I'm sure why not, right? So yeah, yeah. no, and, and that's exactly it. Like I will, uh, yeah. Sometimes I will do that. I will go look at at what the trending hashtags are, and I'll just throw one in there. Like it might not have anything to do with it, but it's a trending hashtag. And um, the other thing you did ask was how many hashtags should you use? So. Right. What I've heard is um, I think two to three is best apparently, or it was maybe it was three to four. I can't remember, but I used to do a lot more. I used to do basically my maximum amount that I could use depending on, you know, how long the hashtags and stuff were. Now I keep it to about three, three, but again, those haven't been hitting as much. So that might be something I need to switch up again. So, you know, just for fun, I'm, Oh, you know what? Okay. So, uh, just as a quick Google really quick. Um, it actually said, yeah, you're doing it right. Cause it's recommended a maximum of five. Okay. So there you go. And that's the other thing too, as, as you get into this world, if there's something that comes up like that, Google it. Just yeah, Google. Google, like, uh, as you said, you, you wait for that one to hit or to get those followers, figure out what's best at the moment. So. Yeah. And on that, actually, on that note of Googling it. So one thing I can say too, is that People will often ask about social media in general, like what's the best time to post? And mm -hmm. the, thing with, the thing with TikTok is, is that once you have a certain amount of followers, you get analytics. So I, for me, I can see what my best time to post is based on when the most amount of my followers are online. 
However, if you are not at the point where you have that feature yet, just Google it. There will be a generic um, yeah. best time to post based on, again, like how many users in general are on TikTok at that time. Um, so yeah, until you get to that point where you can see your own analytics, just Google it and see what times are proven to be the best times to post. Awesome. Now I can share too. So I, maybe, maybe you can verify this, maybe not. I don't know. Rumor had it. Gotta love that. Rumor had it. I got chatting with someone who said, the first five TikToks you post also helps create the environment around your account, right? So mm -hmm. I don't know if this actually makes sense on a social media level. So if uh, the first five you post is about real estate, then it kind of directs your account to people who are interested in real estate, right? If your first five is about smoking meat, then it's about smoking meat. Um, I did not heed this advice. And my first five are kind of were like smoking meat and real estate, a mix between the two. Um, and then horrendous golf tips. <laughs> so I haven't noticed like, well, it's slow going. I, I don't post nearly as much um, on what goes on. I just enjoy it for the very small select group that I'm, I'm going out to. Um, yeah. So point is when you start off, just keep an eye on that. Maybe, I don't know if it's true. Do you know if that's actually true or not on the first five posts thing? I'm not sure, but it makes sense. And I, and I would say on that note of just in general. So for example, I know for me, if I were to, see a video that I really liked, whether it's something that I think is really funny or whatever. And I go click on that account to possibly follow it. If they only have like three videos, I probably won't follow it. Mm. And the reason is, is just because I'm like, I, I'm following that person because I like their content, but there really isn't any content. So like, are they even going to be a consistent poster? Like, and, and that might be bad on my part, but that's just my honest opinion. Like if there's really no content history there, do I even know if I'm actually going to like the account? Like, you know what I mean? I so, do. It just, yeah. really, it actually makes me go back to think about, um, uh, this is a new thing I started on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If, uh, was it Twitter with the egg logo? I think, um, if you don't I, have a picture, it just shows an egg. If you, yeah. if you have an egg logo or you do not show your face on your Instagram or your Facebook, like if you just show a company logo or you just show like some random crap, I, I, I will never accept or follow back. Yeah. Because, to me, that kind of just tells me you're not wanting to actually be very social on social media. Yeah, totally. Or, or it's hard to even distinct. Like, like again, in today's world with all the bots and all that online, like, how do you even know? Like, is this even a real account? Like, you know. So, um, yeah, for me, it's like if I'm gonna follow someone, I'm following them because I want to. I enjoy their content. I enjoy what they post. And a lot of the time, what I do, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate on this, is if I see a video come up from someone who I've never seen before and I really like it, I'm going to go to their account to go look at the rest of the stuff they posted. Like, I want to go watch their videos. Like, yes. that, you know, yeah, like, I just love that one. I want to go see what else they're all about. So if I go to their page and then I'm essentially disappointed because there's, like, no content, well, all right, you know. So that's why even if you're not getting the views, post. Post consistently because it only takes one video to do well and all of a sudden you can gain a ton of followers overnight but you may actually be not gaining followers organically because you're not posting enough right. so yeah awesome okay so what the heck are we going to go to next business so a lot of times people do social media and, and remember this is a real estate podcast we're teaching you how to do real estate how to get clients um a lot of times on social media i find a lot of people will have great posting they'll post all these lovely things Yet it doesn't actually convert to getting clients. They're really just, they'll have all these excuses. Oh, well, I'm contacting so many people, Stevie, because they see all my stuff, but it never converts to clients. So how has your TikTok converted into business? What what did that look like? Because I, I do know you get listings and buyers from TikTok. 
Yeah. Um, so again, so TikTok is actually the, the platform of social media that I have been on for the least amount of time. And like anything, it takes time to actually, you know, get that business rolling and convert. So I have gotten quite a bit of business from social media in general. However, TikTok uh, took, you know, I just started converting from TikTok. And in the last, I would say, well, six months, maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. But anyway, basically, TikTok's a little bit different because what I would say, and again, we will dive into this in, in when we talk about different things of social media. But the one thing that I always say about how to actually get business on social media is you still have to have the conversations, right? Your posting is not enough. You have to actually still be having conversations with people. However, my TikTok is a little bit different because I will say when you have a certain amount of followers, it somehow just gives you a little bit of credibility, right? Like people just assume that because I have X amount of followers, you know, people obviously want to hear about what I have to say. And it just, it just gives you credibility, whether you deserve it or not. Okay. And not, and not everyone will view it that way, but generally that is kind of how it is. So you know, when, when you have X amount of followers, people start looking at you as a real estate expert or you're one of the best or if you're their favorite person to follow or, you know. So basically with TikTok, I got people just reaching out to me because I would post all about my my knowledge in the real estate world. So people kind of already know what I'm all about, what my knowledge is in the real estate world, how I handle certain situations, so on and so forth. So with TikTok, it was actually a matter of me just being consistent, the type of content I post, and then people come to me. And then usually how it will work is because on TikTok, if you can only communicate via message is if, if you both follow each other. Okay. So if someone okay. follows me, but I don't follow them back, I will never see their message to me. So oh. there's a lot of people that I have on TikTok that, TikTok that may have tried to reach out to me, but I wouldn't see their message. So what generally happens is they'll they'll then follow me on Instagram and they'll send me a message on Instagram. And then that's how I end up connecting with them. But okay. again, TikTok, it's them coming to me rather than me actually having to start those conversations. So, okay, I, I was going to ask this question first, but I'm going to ask this one first now and then go back. Okay. Do you tie, how do you tie in your Instagram account to your TikTok? Like, you can put your, um, uh, your Instagram link in your bio. Perfect. Okay. So that, that's a very easy one. So there, that's for everybody else. Get your links in your bios, make that work. Okay. So, so let's go back. So really you're using TikTok. Um, you mentioned it took you a while. So from your very first post to your very first client, your very first client was say six, eight, eight ish months ago, right? How long did, how long of posting did it take? Um, I would say about six months of consistent posting to really start seeing it like uh, play out. Yeah. Okay. So for anybody listening right now, this is a, this is such a key, key thing, especially if you're brand new getting into the industry. This is kind of where I was hoping. I'm really happy. I'm hoping this word go. A lot of people want to use social media as the platform to get clients. Um, but if I can kind of recap a little bit um, and with Stevie, just let me know if I'm wrong on this. If I can recap a little bit what you said, you use social media as the way for basically people to get to know you without getting to know you. They get to know your knowledge. They get to know who you are. They almost feel more comfortable with them. They meet you. It's like they actually already know you for X amount of time. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So then there's that. So if you're brand new to the industry, know that that part takes time. You still have to build a knowledge base. You still have to build a client base. So you have to be careful what they're getting to know on that. The other part is 
when you look at something like open housing, open houses can change your entire career in a weekend. Like you can have no business on the go, have a kick-ass open house. And then next thing you know, you have five clients in car, like it can change overnight. Social media, I, I would venture to say you would have to be pretty dang lucky for that to happen. Like, would you not, would you agree that it's definitely a long game process? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I, I agree. It's a, a, a more of a long game process for sure. I think social media is fantastic and it is so powerful because you can reach so many eyes, so many people, um, in a short amount of time. And, you know, it's, it's a great way to attract your ideal clients to you and stuff like I've said before, but yeah, I agree. You're not going to announce on social media that you're a realtor or make a couple posts about seller tips and have, you know, all of a sudden so many people on the go. No, right. it's, it's not going to happen that way. And kind of with that too, I, I've seen a lot of your content. Um, I've been in some of your content, which is always fun. It's great when my family sees that too. It makes fun of me. Anyways, um, apparently I can't dance. Um, anyways, that's another thing too. So when you're posting content, you're posting original content. You're just not rehashing other crap you saw on another page or some other info, like you're actually posting your own ideas in real estate. Would, would you not? Yeah, ab absolutely. So that's a good point that you bring up uh, right there because so what I will tell people all the time and, th and so for me, yes, I definitely, my content is all stuff that I think about and I spend a lot of time usually trying to think about ideas and whatnot. There are definitely times where I'll get inspired by somebody else's post and I will, and I will um, do something similar, but I'll change it to my own, um, you know, my own unique thing, whatever. Um, yeah. But I always tell people, like, if you are struggling, if you are someone who is not good with social media or you're not creative and you have a really hard time thinking of what to post, I always say, like, don't be afraid to repurpose content. Like if you if you saw someone's post and you were really inspired by it, you can take that inspiration and, and make it into your own. But make sure that you make it into your own, like change it do something because I'll, I'll say I, there are a couple people who I, I see on social media that um, I follow people that I actually know and people that I don't know, but I know follow me. And I've seen people who have copied my videos, like literally word for word, like word for word. And, and right. like, you know, at the end of the day, like obviously uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, but you know, it's, it's not easy to think of content. Like it's really not. I put a lot of time into that. Um, I put a lot of time into my TikTok and everything to grow it. And yeah. it, it is a bit frustrating when someone completely does the same thing as you and doesn't even like change a single word in it. Um, so I would say like as, as someone who has, who, who thinks a lot about content and spends time doing that, I love if someone's inspired by mine and wants to kind of do something similar. Like, I mean, that's the internet for you, right? We see things we like, we, it is what it is, but make it your own, like make it unique, okay. right? Because it is really frustrating when you see someone that doesn't change a single thing and just uses exactly, you know, what you used. And it also kind of, you know, um, I don't know what the word is. Like, I want to say like devalues kind of like my content now. Right. Yeah. Because we're all doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. And there's, there's kind of like three things I was kind of thinking about when you're talking about there, like number one. So let's go back to like that content. I Google content from time to time when I'm kind of going through a block of what I want to post on social media. But here's just an example. If I'm Googling the top five buyer tips, so is probably my buyers. So they're not going to get any new information from me whatsoever. Now, if you're a newer agent, you might get a lot more new information. If you go to a top team in your brokerage and said, hey, listen, what's one of the problems you face this week? Let them talk to you about that problem. Then make a TikTok around that. 
Number two, yeah. really, man, I'm just listening to what you're saying. I see so many inauthentic people on, on the social media. They're just doing it just because it's a trend or just because they saw it somewhere else. If you're repeating what someone else is doing word for word, that is not, in my opinion, a strategy for success. Maybe you get lucky once or twice, but a strategy for success. Because mm -hmm. when, when Stevie does her TikToks, it's authentic. It's who she is. It's her own ideas. If I were to replicate it, I am not Stevie, right? So yeah. I cannot replicate her things. Now, having said that, um, if you took uh, my really bad golf video tips and Stevie mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to replicate that word for word. If I'm correct, I don't think you golf, do you? Uh, I, no. Okay. No. So no. it would clearly be an, an inauthentic um, replica, if that makes sense. So yeah. really, I would strive, whatever you're actually authentically passionate about, do that. Don't yeah. rip off someone's authenticity. Yeah, and, and again, yeah, absolutely. And then like, okay, so you said something that sparked uh, something for me too, is like talking about trends. So as I mentioned before, how I said, like, you know, obviously we all, it's the internet. Like we all see things that we like, a lot of stuff gets repeated and whatever. Like that's a trend on TikTok. Like you will see a lot of people doing the exact same stuff and, and whatnot. And, and like, that's okay. Like I'm not... I'm not saying that like a, tr like, oh, you do a trend and like now you're ripping off my account. Like, no, but cause that's different. That's, that's, it's a trend for a reason. And, and, and even still with trends, people are usually making it their own, right? They're, they're still doing their unique little, their spin on it. But the thing is, is that if you are going to, um, you know, like, like exactly that, just see things and post the exact same stuff, it's not, it's not authentic. It's not genuine. And for me, usually when I do a trend on TikTok, that's usually when I'm actually at a content block. When I can't mm -hmm. see something good and, and, and authentic to myself, that's usually when I'll do a trend just so I can get a video out, just so I can keep like staying consistent. But trends are not like my favorite things to do. Like they're fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have a good time with them. It's, it's fun to do them, but that's not my best content. I usually do that as a filler because I'm having a, a, a you know a hard time thinking of something really good to do. Right. So that's okay. when a trend comes in. So the fun part and the yeah. No, I was gonna say no. Go ahead. Just like that because like you're talking about that trend. I think it'd be fantastic. Like you're talking about having to post three to four things a day. That that's that's a lot of content, man. That is like that is like like twelve hundred plus videos a year. That's a ton of content. That's almost for me. That's where I'd probably start relying on trends. Like I only post like once a week, so I'm nowhere near that. But if I had to start posting two, three times a day, I'd probably try to do one authentically every single day, and then you do fun yeah. or other trends or whatever. And, and I think just as an example of that. Uh, and I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but something I started doing is having funny TikToks and then having serious ones though, because you can't, I don't know, if you just always look like an idiot, you're going to look like, look like an idiot, right? So yeah, I always like to try those, throw in those serious ones so people can be like, oh, okay, well, that's clearly just an act when he's asking Mike Russo for door knocking tips. <laughs> not that, yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not Mike's fantastic, but so. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I agree. And, and again, I, I just think of, whatever feels right to you, like whatever you want to put out, whatever you're interested in, whatever questions you get asked a lot, because like, you know, again, we're talking about real estate, but for whatever your niche ends up being, um, I agree. Maybe your niche is comedy. So maybe all your videos will be funny, but it just depends. But, um, but yeah, I agree when content's hard, you know, social media is a full-time job. So when you are, and, and that's, that's exactly it. Don't forget that social media is like a full-time job. So when it comes to things like TikTok and trying to grow your following and whatnot, like it's not an easy task. It's not a matter of posting one thing a week and thinking it's going to grow like crazy. Like 
it's every day, it's consistency, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, put it that way. But I promise you, if you do it and you do do it consistent, it, it, it pays off. So my last final thought, then I'll, I'll leave you with the final thought of yours. My last final thought with that is, you know, you're right. People often think social media and real estate's an easy way out. Like, I don't want to door knock. I don't want to cold calling. I don't want to do open houses. I'm afraid to talk to people in my sphere. I'm afraid to do all this stuff. I can, I've, I've trained so many real estate agents and they often want to do social media because it's an easy way out. And uh, please, if you grasp all these tips of everything, know that it is not an easy way out. As a matter of fact, social media is a lot of work and very consistent. Yeah. So that's my final not- thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will agree with that. It is not an easy way out. It's actually very hard. Um, and it takes time just like anything else to really see the results from it. And I will go ahead and just say, or, or argue or whatever that without doing the other stuff, without door knocking, cold calling, open housing, you know, community events, whatever it is that else you do, you actually don't have uh, as much content for social media. So it makes your job even harder. Mm -hmm. So by doing the actual work and doing the, not that the social media isn't the actual work because it is, but by doing the other stuff, it also makes your social media life a lot easier because now you have more authentic, genuine things to post about that you're actually doing in your business on a daily basis. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Your final thought or is there anything else you wanted to throw into that? That's my final thought. Other than that, follow me on TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> yes, please. The links are below. Follow our podcasts. Uh, we have Spotify, Apple. We have the link to our YouTube. It's always on first on YouTube. Oh, well, as of right now, anyways, we're going to have to change that soon. Um, you'll see all our social media information below. Follow it on TikTok, Instagram. Please reach out if you want to see any other content. We're more than happy to help you guys out. Um, until then, happy selling, everybody. Awesome.